0: Are you someone who is fascinated by all the pregnancy, childbirth and motherhood stuff few people talk about because they're too embarrassed? If so, welcome to the motherload of all things taboo or at least really wild and interesting. The Asking for a Pregnant Friend podcast is based off the book of the same name and dives in to all of the pregnancy, birth, and mothering topics that make many people blush or scratch their heads. I do all the boring research so you don't have to and bring you interviews with the leading experts in the topics I cover. I also share all the things about myself, Bailey Gaddis. I'm all about TMI. You'll also hear stories from brave women who gave permission to have their stories shared. So come along, my friend, on a journey into the beautiful underbelly of making, growing, and raising babies. have found that pregnancy has made you kind of hate everyone you are not alone pregnancy can cause some really wicked mood shifts this is largely caused you won't be surprised by this by changes in hormones. Estrogen and progesterone can totally throw off your neurotransmitters. And your neurotransmitters, they are chemicals in the brain that help to regulate your mood. Great. So it's like you're on this giant, nauseating, emotional roller coaster during. Pregnancy. And in addition to these hormones, you have fatigue. You have very legitimate stressors about bringing a baby into the world. If you have a partner, that's a big one, right? We love our partners, but they can be so freaking irritating during pregnancy. Um, so, yeah, everybody can seem like they're just insufferable. And sadly, we can also turn on ourselves sometimes as well, right? And get into the cycle of self-loathing, self loathing, self. Loathing, especially if you know our what well, our physical appearance is drastically changing. Which for many of us, that is what happens when we're pregnant. And so again, this is all normal. So number one, do not beat yourself up for these mood shifts, for the fact that you just hate everybody. It's normal, but it doesn't feel good. Um, and when we're seeing red. We often have a surge in stress hormones like epinephrine, cortisol, adrenaline, um, in addition to a constriction in the blood vessels. And there was a study published in the Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology that found that pregnant women with chronic high levels of stress had higher levels of cortisol and adrenaline, um, in addition to lower levels of dopamine and serotonin. And some of these impacts, they found that it could pass on to the baby, causing the baby to have higher cortisol levels and lower dopamine levels. And again, this is like chronic, chronic stress. So I don't want you to start stressing about being stressed. Um, And they also found that those hormone shifts in the baby could cause the baby to have some sleep issues, issues with orientation and motor maturity after birth. But Again, we're going to figure out how to minimize these hormones. So what to do? Avoid other people. Seriously. So I'm going to get to ways of what we can do to minimize stress when we are with people, but it is also absolutely okay to figure out ways to minimize your contact with other people. Because you might... Like usually say you're a social butterfly, and you really get filled up by like going out to drinks with friends or meeting up for like a walk with whomever with your mom or having a weekly phone call with your sister, you might find that your heightened level of irritability makes you not enjoy those activities as much anymore. And, Don't be too worried because again, once you're not pregnant anymore, once you get through those early postpartum days of all of those hormonal shifts, you're going to start feeling more like yourself again. And those activities that were enjoyable, those social activities, pre-pregnancy, you will, you will enjoy them again. But for now, if they just kind of piss you off, you're welcome to step out of them, to cocoon in your lovely bed or that amazing couch. I give you permission to cocoon as much as you possibly can or as as much as feels good for you. And so one thing I also want to note is that if you always, always, always feel that you would rather stare at a blank wall than, than engage with another human, and this was happening even before you were pregnant, or say you had a lot of social anxiety. And if it is becoming really debilitating, it can be helpful to let your care provider know to potentially see a mental health specialist because it might be indicative of an issue that's not just being caused by pregnancy. But again, if you really have no issue with social interaction or not many issues with it before pregnancy, and now again, it's like you just can't tolerate playing, playing nice with others, Um, it's probably just related to pregnancy. So give yourself permission to retreat in these ways. You know, if you're at work or you're out for a walk to get that exercise, and again, you just don't want anybody to talk to you, pop in those headphones or get those like really big obvious headphones. So even if somebody says something to you and like maybe you can hear them, you can just pretend like you can't because you have your big giant noise canceling headphones on. So Let those be your constant companion. Um, You can also just straight up tell people, especially your partner, that you just need some alone time. Let them know, like, look, I love you dearly, and typically I relish our time together, but I... I'm just so irritable i don't want to snap at you i don't want to say something that would hurt you so for now i just need to spend some time alone um and again pull that pregnancy card if friends keep asking you to go do things and you're just like ah, i really really don't want to tell them i'm sorry i'm pregnant i feel like crap i'm gonna stay in all right so Those are ways to avoid social interaction, but obviously there will be times when you need to interact and speak with other humans. So what can we do to minimize that irritability before being with others? Okay, so discover what relaxes you and do that as much as possible, especially before you know you're going to have to interact with others. So analyze all the activities that you engage in or want to engage in and pinpoint what makes you the most relaxed so for example maybe like a walk every morning a nap in the afternoon a massage once a week occasionally binging dr pimple popper whatever just figure out what kind of like helps to release that irritability and do that as much as you can Follow the healthy norms. I know everybody says eat well and drink lots of water and exercise a little bit and sleep, Um, but we all say it because it's so effective. So, making sure that you are taking care of those basic health needs is going to significantly impact your irritability for the better. Walking away when you're triggered. So, I can almost guarantee that you are gonna be triggered, you know, by that dumb thing your father-in-law says, or by something that your friend says that is usually that she thought of as like totally benign, but it just like pisses you off or makes you sad or whatever. So if you feel that you're being triggered, just tell somebody, oh, baby's pushing on my bladder, I gotta pee, and just like hightail it out of there, go to the bathroom, take a breather, allow yourself to decompress before re-engaging. If those words do spill out and you're like, God, why did I say that? Blame it on the pregnancy. Say, you know what? I'm so sorry. That's the pregnancy talking. I did not mean that. Um, and if it's something that you did mean, then don't apologize. But but again, if you get into an argument or you say something that you're like, I really don't feel that way. Like that was just a hurtful thing that I said because I'm feeling irritable. Blame it on the pregnancy. Um, intentionally rage. So let it out in safe moments. So for example, if your blood is just like boiling by 10 o'clock in the morning. If you're at work, like go out to your car and just like sling some expletives, write like a nasty letter that you never send, like scream into a pillow, just let it out when you're not around anybody else. Because again, that rage, it's not going to hurt anybody, you're letting it flow in a way that will hopefully minimize the chance that it springs up later. So just let it out in safe environments. Practice nostril breathing. Okay, so most people hold their breath when they get mad, right? We're like, I'm so out at you, but that makes us even more stressed. So as much as you can do this nostril breathing, so you close this nostril, you taking a deep breath, you exhale out, you close the other nostril with a finger, you inhale, exhale through that nostril and just keep going. So essentially, you're taking turns breathing out of each nostril. And finally, practice muscle release. So if you notice that you're really, really intense, your, your muscles are really tense, Envision that this like liquid gold morphine is being poured into the top of your head and slowly moving down through every muscle, every nerve, every cell in your body, just releasing and relaxing any and all discomfort and stress and just washing away that irritability. Is pregnancy or early motherhood making you feel other than? Is it triggering all sorts of weird emotional and physical stuff you are sure no one else is going through? If so, get your copy of Asking for a Pregnant Friend, 101 Answers to Questions Women Are Too Embarrassed to Ask About Pregnancy, Childbirth, and Early Motherhood. This book is like the modern day Dear Abby for pregnant women and new moms who want to get straight yet loving answers to the pregnancy, birth, and mothering questions they're too afraid to ask. Those questions that make you blush. You can get your copy of Asking for a Pregnant Friend on Amazon or from Barnes & Noble, Target, and everywhere else books are sold.